Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Leighton God. Here's your hosts, the Chief, Liam, and Joey Lenz. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Blayton Golf. Please make sure to listen, subscribe, and download the pod on Spotify or Apple. Leave us a five-star rating. That would be greatly appreciated. Chief here, joined in studio by my two co-hosts, Liam B., Joey Legs, Behind the Glass, Elo, and the Piz. We're ready to rock and roll today. Tuesday, April 20th, boys. 420. How are we feeling this morning? Loose and ready to roll. Loose as a goose. All right. I'm ready to roll, too. What do we have last week? The Heritage, huh? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uncle Stewie Sink. Sorry, I got to toot my own horn. Monday, Miss Price was, was given to you guys. Make sure to be following on Twitter. Blatant underscore chief. Shameless uh, self-promotion. That was quite a victory that Stewie had with his son on the bag, I got to say. I didn't watch really a lick of it on Sunday because he was about six strokes ahead by that point. I think it was pretty much over. Enjoying the nice weather outside. Um, Ready for this stat? Four thousand fourteen days since his last win. Wow! And it's his his son took a leave of absence on the bag for a little while to get a job after college. Came back on the bag. Guess what? Eight months, two wins, three million dollars split between the two of them. That's some fat cash. Yes, sir. I'm not sure if they're splitting it equally, but no. But he's still, you know, he's got to get some of it. How much his son knows about golf? It seemed like. He was sort of just letting Stewie do his own thing. I don't know. He was like, Stewie yeah, I love said, it. I love it. Stewie said he was quoted after the after the match. My son could caddy for anybody on tour. Well, yeah, you saw we had ex-Uncle Lee uh, had his fiance Helen, on the bag, and then his son. Uh, he changed that up. Maybe he should have kept Helen uh, <laughs> through yeah, the Masters. For but sure. That's neither here nor there. Uh, hey, he made the cut. Almost finishing dead last out of the guys that made the cut, but he made the cut. Yeah, I mean, Stewie's had quite a quite a resurgence in his career. He won Safeway to open the wraparound season, and now his second win in a matter of six months. I mean, what what is he thinking about? Is he trying to sneak on this Ryder Cup team? I don't I don't think so. Nah. I don't know. You know, listen, we'll see. We'll see. You know, he's friends with the uh, the upper brass there on the selection committee for the U.S., but I don't think that's uh, that's gonna happen. I will say though, uh, it was great to see him in his bald dome out there roasting. In Best the tan line I've ever seen. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, it really is Stewie from Family Guy. It, it, <laughs> it really is. Uh, but we're happy for him. We had uh, Chris Kirk T seven. I saw Fitzy was lurking. Denny Mac. Denny, Denny NASCAR Mac. Baby. I mean, it would be great if we could turn some of these calls into profit. I mean, hopefully some of our listeners are because we've been we've been pretty good at. It. I mean, Augusta was. Listen, there were a lot. There were listen. You had a lot of top guys that imploded for no apparent reason, but uh, Uncle Lee, well, yeah, ex Uncle Lee, ex Uncle Lee. I actually, I was about to send him an invite back to the family uh, through his first two rounds at the Heritage, but he kind of faltered. He may actually came. I don't know if he really. I think he was like T fifty or something. He made the cut, but uh, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Maybe majors only for him going forward. He had a nice little run, but I don't know if that's going to be able to be sustained. Some of these older guys just pop up at places they're familiar with. I mean, Stewie won this, like, what, 15 years ago at RBC Heritage? So familiar with the course. Uh, any short course that guys, older guys are familiar with, whether it be Furex, Stricker, you could see them lurk a decent amount going forward. So keep that in mind. But this week we're headed uh, to the Bayou, New Orleans for the Zurich Classic. This is one of the weaker fields of the year. Uh, usually a pretty fun tournament to watch. It's actually pretty similar uh, set up to last year. We'll give you guys a, a quick course breakdown. Uh, if you remember, this tournament used to be a normal stroke play event, but then back in 2017, it switched over to a match play. So 
Uh, it's not going to be the traditional match play like you saw at the WGC. Guys get to pick their own partners, and then they play a mix of four ball, which is best ball, uh, and then also foursomes, which is alternate shot. So you have multiple different formats going through. Uh, the cut's going to be the top 35 in ties, so it's a little bit different. Less guys make it through. I think there's 80 total groupings. And it is a stroke play event, but again, you're going to be playing alternate shot and best ball, which is whoever has the best score on the whole wins for their team. So keep that in mind uh, when you're doing your picks on DraftKings. It's a little different. You can only pick one guy per team, and whoever has the best score of either player uh, will generate the points for you. So if you pick Shoffley, either him or Cantley, either of their points will go through. It'll be the same score. Okay, uh, real quick, though, uh, we're staying uh, our Pete Dye. I mean, I think we're becoming Pete Dye experts at this point. Another Pete Dye track, uh, Bermuda Grass, overseeded with POA, par 72, TPC Louisiana. They played it the last, uh, really since this tournament started when it was a single individual stroke play event. Uh, going back last year, we had Rom and Palmer. We always talk about them being correlated, whether it's at Torrey Pines or other courses, they're friends and they tend to play well at the same place. So not a huge surprise that they won last year. Uh, they beat Fleetwood and Sergio there. Well, it was 2019 because we had the COVID obviously last year, postponed everything. Uh, Billy Ho and Scott Piercy won in 2018. And then Cam Smith is playing really well right now. He is playing really well right now. They won in, uh, he won with Jonas Blix, the wind expert back in 2017. Uh, I would say to keep an eye on, uh, he's not in great form right now, but Kisner and Scotty Brown, they're probably the best overall track record here. They had a runner-up loss, a T5 and a T15. Uh, of course, we also have Cantlay and Shawflay and some other guys top of the board, but really they're the only two in the world top 10 that are in here. Um, some other guys lurking around the T15, whether it's uh, Uncle Tony Finau, Leishman. So you got some names, but overall pretty weak field. Uh, so expected to be a wet and wild one in the swamps of Louisiana this week, boys. Uh, it should be fun. Before we start uh, doing a full breakdown of the DraftKings pricing, uh, Liam's going to tell you a little bit about Blayton Golf. I want to tell you guys a little bit about our home site, Blayton Golf. We all have golf, and we can't get enough of it. And when you just need a little more golf in your day, visit BlaytonGolf.com. BlaytonGolf.com has something for every fan of the game, from the casual to the obsessive. Along with the weekly blogs, new apparel is now available with brands ranging from Nike to Adidas to Travis Matthew at BladenGolf.com. With coverage of everything from news, tournament previews and recaps, betting tips, and much more, why look anywhere else? If you love golf and just want more of it, head to BladenGolf.com today. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at BladenGolf. That's BladenGolf.com, your new home of all golf things. All right, so diving into the DraftKings pricing, top of the board, the X-Man, Xander Shoffley, 11700 along with Patrick Cantlay. Uh, you'll see that you'll have two guys in a row. Uh, obviously, they're teammates. They're going to be priced the same, and again, they're going to get the same scoring. So you can't put two of them in the same lineup, but they'll both get the same scoring uh, depending on what happens on each hole. So you got those two. Then you got Fenning Champ, John Rahm, and Ryan Palma, followed by Morikawa and Matthew Wolf, the OSU alumni. And then the Aussie contingent, Cam Smith, and the wild leash doggy. So who'd we like at the top, boys? Who sticks out to you? I think pound for pound, you got to be looking at Xander and Cantley, the two best players for sure. together in this field. But I really, I'm leading Rahm and Palmer again out of those four groups up top. I don't love the four groups up top much. Uh, well, I beg to differ because the mullet man and leash doggy are going to take this one. 
I think the form from the mullet man and honestly, Leash Dogs lurched in a bunch of things in the last couple of weeks. So I think the combination of the two of them going into this week, I think you have to play them. And if you don't, you're an idiot. So the hammer's being broken out Whoa. already. Whoa. We just started. Early ham doggy. Cam Smith and Mark Leishman to the promised land. Let's get it. Okay, early hammer coming out for the all shades down there. And a little down exercise for the 2022 uh, President's Cup over here with these guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, speaking of President's Cup, I will say that Shawflay and Cantlay played pretty well together at the Ryder Cup also uh, as teammates. And, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of split. I think all these guys have some more upside to me. More cows striking it at a Hogan-esque fashion right now. But what the hell's going on with Wolf? We don't know. Is he fully back? Like, is, is it the OSU spirit going to come out and get his ball striking back together i don't know that that's going to happen um but you know you never know i i, I lean ron palmer just because they always play well together i think this event means a lot to them uh you know ron honestly again if, if he had the kid one day earlier i think he probably wins the masters absolutely that, that even Sunday in the wgc absurd. when they played each other they were it's just battle back and forth back and forth ended up tying and uh ron took him in the playoff but yeah, so I don't know. I, I would say kind of you. there's cases to be made for everybody at the top of the board. I'm not in love with it either, though. Sometimes you do see a rogue dog win this event. And, you know, if you go down a little further, you see guys like Bubba, who's won here when it was a stroke play event about four years ago. That's who I'm aiming at my top group this week. Bubba, Bubba and Scotty and, uh, Scotty, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a rogue doggy group right there. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't realize they were friends. Maybe they just kind of ran into each other at one tournament. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how they – became partners but you gotta think they're gonna lead the field in greens regulation too these guys just pick pins off yeah and you know if bubba gets a little wild sometimes off the tee you, you can kind of see scotty lean in take the three wood and just knock it in the fairway he's such a great ball striker uh yeah i think they merit play for certain uh you know bubba likes p tie tracks obviously he's one here we talk about bubba tracks this being one of them uh i do like i like bubba and, and scheffler here i guess i don't know if Tony Fiends and Cam Champ destroying the par fives. What do you think, Legs? What are you, what are I, you feeling? I don't know. I mean, you know, you have four really long par fours on the whole on the course when in holes four, six, and twelve. So those could be, you know, those could play, and you could you could score pretty well on those. And that was only three holes. Up, uh, no, I, par fours. Oh, I thought you well, said there was four fours, par fours over yeah. what four four hundred four fifty. Yeah, the I don't even know what the distances are. Uh, I, yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but whatever it is, that they're longer par fours, and you know the signature hole in seventeen is a long par three at two fifteen with water in yeah, play. So I'm pumped to see that. I know the fans love it. And I know I'm gonna love it watching it uh, over the weekend. And running back to like the Rom and Palmer thing, I hate what DraftKings did where they put the group together with Cantley and Shawfly, and it's like an even split because now I don't know who to pick, and I I can't lean either way. Yeah, I mean, luckily you'll get the points from either of them. So, like, I mean, if you just take one, like, that's fine. I, I don't even, I don't, like, you can click. I looked at you can click I like both how fan, of them, but FanDuel, they won't let you submit it. FanDuel did put the players together. Yeah, and like a slash. Like, yeah, I saw right. If you're only going to get the points from one of the guys, there's no point in taking both. But, like, if you're going to aim at the winner, if you take both and get the points for both, like, I don't know if that's how that works. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure exactly why they did it like this. Um, so we'll see. I mean, just bear that in mind. I don't think he'll even let you submit it with two, but like the range coming up here, I actually prefer to the top end. Uh, Billy Ho and Sammy B, the Bayou Zone, Louisiana boy, there. LSU, 
looks like he may have found something. Obviously, he almost won Riviera, and it's, he's not even considered a West Coast guy, but came back east. I was expecting him to take one on the Florida swing, and he just kind of imploded, and he didn't really perform up to his standards. But he did get a little bit together last week. Burns now, is 0 for 2 in making cuts at TPC, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's I the think, one thing that worried me a little bit. I think he got a reward with Billy Ho getting matched up with him. Yeah, I mean, Billy Ho obviously won this in 2018, paired with Scott Piercy, and then won by himself when it was a stroke play event in great form. Just won the WGC, lurked again at Heritage last week, Pete Dye. Uh, you know, this part of the world, you like to see Billy Ho lurking around that Bermuda grass with the Gators popping out of the lake. So I. I think they're going to probably be the highest owned grouping. I haven't seen too many projected ownerships yet. It's still a little early. It's only Tuesday morning. But, uh, you know, between Billy Ho's history and Sammy Burns being an LSU guy that the community is all over to begin with, uh, I think they'll be pretty popular. So I would think it warrants a play. Uh, personally, I like the next two groups a little bit better. Danny Willett. Uh, obviously, the, the famous Willett narrative from the Masters. But uh, more importantly, Jacksonville State guy, so familiar with this part of the world, the Florida, uh, northern Florida and uh, eastern Louisiana section, you know, very similar grass type with that Bermuda warm weather kind of swampland uh, behavior. He's been playing a lot better, was paired with his partner, Ty Hatton, round three at the Heritage. Both showed up and are playing pretty well right now. So uh, for me, top of the board, I think this is going to be my top pairing, along with the Georgia Bulldogs right underneath Chris Kirk, our Monday mispriced last week, T7, and pair with Brendan Todd, who's striking a little bit better. If Kirk can just strike I like it, I like that group. Oh, my God. Todd could putt the At two of them in an one, alternate that's a shot. Con- yeah. A couple of yeah. Georgia Bulldogs there. I think th- if you could even squeeze a lineup with those one from each of those two groupings, which you can. I mean, you're going to have to dive into sicko territory. Um, yeah. Creedmoor land down in the 6,000s. <laughs> but uh, overall, I-, I like these two groups as pivot off of Horschel and Burns if they become too popular for my taste. What do you think? Legs, you on Billy Ho this week? I don't know. I mean, he, did, he didn't look bad over the weekend. Um, I look good. I mean, he didn't have any too too bad meltdowns or anything. Yeah, no, pretty composed. When he dunked that ball on, I don't know what hole it was. It was so his reaction was priceless. He literally wanted to. He covered his face because he was laughing. He was like embarrassed that he did it. Like, what was was that? Was it fifteen or sixteen on Saturday? I forgot which one it was. But uh, I don't know, Liam. Who who do you like out of these three groups? Billy Ho and Burns, Willard or Hatton, or Kirk and Todd? Who do we like the best out of those three? I mean, as you said, I like Burns and Billy Ho the best, but with ownership, I would be leaning towards Hatton and Willett. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's our first opportunity for a nice pivot if you want a little lower ownership. Uh, maybe go with the— Plus, the Willett's got the Ryder Cup to think about. He's got to start really flying some yeah, good— I mean, he really, If he wants any part of Ryder Cup, he really has to play well because some of these guys, Martin Keimer, I'll say it right now, we'll get back to him uh, maybe at a future segment, but a guy to keep an eye on, Akiwa, in a couple of weeks, uh, has talked vocally about how badly he wants to be on that Ryder Cup team. Was in pretty bad form, but he just had a top five at the Australian Open. see what I told you in yesterday? Who? You on oh, Instagram? Oh, Kymer. Yeah, Kymer yeah, yeah. was the head of the helm, and the at some I th- I think the PGA Tour posted it or some someone one of the accounts posted it. It was like a bunch of guys that are like lurking and like how many days between events. It was like him, Ricky, Rory, uh, Finau, and a couple like one other guy. I, I don't mind taking a roadside track because uh, I mean this tournament the field's pretty shit and we really have no idea what we're talking about uh, in terms of uh, the history here because there's yeah, only been yeah. two. I love to, where's you know where's Tony I mean? and Cam Champ. Price they're uh, I, they're, they're right there. I mean, one, pretty much yo. same pricing, ten seven. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would I, stay away from them. Yeah, 
but, that's but the I, main purpose. I, I mean, if Champ can be good off the tee, well, he has to be good on the greens. Uh, got four par fives too. I mean, you, they're gonna give themselves decent amount of eagle opportunities. 18's uh, a five sixty five par five. Like that's a no, long I mean, ass hole. He he hits the shit out of the ball, but Tony's been okay to his standards on the greens, and Cam has not been there at all. I think they'll go. They'll have an opportunity to go pretty low in the best ball. Uh, which I think is Thursday, Saturday. But for the alternate shot, they may run into a problem because their games are too similar. Mm-hmm. I like when guys are paired up that kind of complement each other. Uh, I mean, Tony and, and Cam Champ are very essentially the same player. Uh, you know, are they going to be the longest off the tee every time? Decent approaches into the green and coin flip when it comes to the flat stick. So especially on Bermuda, both yeah, these I guys think are hit a lot of greens regulations. I think the putting is going to be the concern there. These guys are West Coast poa putters. You know, it's nice you have a little overseed, but they're really not great on Bermuda usually, uh, and they're not great in Pete Dye tracks either. So I, I would tread lightly with those two guys again. If they can, if they can get like eight to ten birdies in the best ball rounds, they might be okay. But I do think they might struggle an alternate shot a little bit. Um, what were the winning scores last? I was uh, literally thinking years? the same thing. What are we gonna like? What kind of scores are we gonna see? I have no freaking gonna idea. Have to right? Give me a second to pull that up. But I think I mean this. It's the par seventy two. Uh, so with that par five scoring is gonna be pretty important. I think you're gonna have a chance to go relatively low again. Uh, whenever it oh comes, here we go. Here the we wind's go. gonna be a, minus twenty six. Let twenty nineteen minus twenty two. Twenty eighteen minus twenty seven. Twenty seventeen. So yeah, now those are pretty low. And just bear in mind though that when you have best ball you're taking the best score of either of the guys so you're going to see guys go low i think actually it was brian gay and uh sabatini last time around they were like i think they shot 60 combined the first day like they had their average score being 60 so that's you, absurd you, yeah absurd so you're going to see like it's going to be a little bit of regular lower than you normally see but again those are inflated because you have two guys with their best opportunity score so is it normal best ball as a pairing or it's not best ball individually right uh no so it's so all the guys, so everyone's the gonna best play their hole, and they take the best score of of the hole. So if the one guy birdies, the other one pars, you get the birdie. So it isn't like score. you hit two drives and you play both balls from the same spot. No, uh, it's, no. it's like every so it's, player. So it is individual ball best ball. alternate shot. Yeah, alternate shot. Yeah. One guy tees off on all the odd holes. Other yeah. guy tees off on all the even yeah. holes, yeah. and they and they switch their approaches. Whereas the the four ball, which is best ball, there's everyone's playing their best, and they just only register the best score out of gotcha. the two. So. Uh, yeah, keep that in mind. It's a little different, but you want guys that make birdies, essentially, because if you can pad your scoring with birdies on those two days, you'll you'll be able to get by in the alternate shot uh, if you have enough of a comforting lead at that point. I think some guys are going to get some value with, too, the pairing of Keegs and Brendan Steele. Like, yeah, I like that a lot, I like actually. that. I like that pairing. like that a lot. You have Keegs, who is, uh, yeah, again, alternate shot. I love that because they're going to – Keegs can strike it all day. We know he can't putt for shit, especially mm-hmm. on Bermuda. But shout-out St. John's, Wheatley, Keegs, uh, mandatory. Steele has actually been putting the lights out, surprisingly. Traditionally, we think of him as more of, again, the West Coast POA putter. Um, but he's just been putting really well. His last 24 rounds, I was looking. No, I, I like Bradley there. and Steele this week. They've yeah. quietly been putting up some good numbers. That's what I'm saying. Both of them. 33-1 to one to win this event. I have a little like, top five bet on those guys. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I could get a T5 on that. Um, someone I'm looking at, well, we actually, there's, there's a lot, this is a kind of juicy. You have the, <clears throat> the other two guys from, uh, Norway in good boy, Victor Hovlin and Christopher Ventura, they're paired together. Yeah. Uh, you also have Max Homo, Taylor Gooch in that range, you know, the, the Twitter group <laughs> and then Brandon Grayson and HV three, probably the two most in form of the upper mid tier, not the high upper echelon players, but, uh, again, 
Varner, I mean, was uh, had a nice. I think he was. Did he not have runner up last week? I mean, he was in. I think he, he was did. at least T three. He was T two. Brandon Grace was right there. Guy that won at Heritage last week. Uh, I think like three or four years ago, he won there. Pete Dye guy. Varner's talked about how much he loves playing in this part of the country. He's from North Carolina. So the two of them, I, I don't expect them to be too highly owned, but in terms of guys that are in form, uh, yeah, I love Brandon Grace and HP3 right here. That I don't love the South Africans as much this week with Louis and Charles. Um, just like I don't know, they, they Charles not playing well to, to begin with, and Louis is a good match player, but it just doesn't do it. Doesn't do it for me. A little too erratic in non-big events, non-major, non-WGC. Uh, I prefer Justin Rose and Stenson right above them. Yeah. Stenson was playing like utter dog shit the last eight months. Something flipped. He, I I, he turned it on to Masters. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened. Now, like, shout out Big T. Big T played him in our, our little it. pool the other day. He shout started balling T. out the last couple of weeks. Um, the two of these guys, if you remember, they went at it uh, at the Olympics in Rio. Uh, and Rose actually had the gold medal at that point. But they played together uh, in the Ryder Cup often. So they're quite friendly. And now they're both uh, blossoming into form. Maybe it was just the Masters. Maybe it was just the uh, the Magnolia. You know, it was, it was giving them some sort of spring reawakening. But I kind of like those guys right there. So that that ninety, the ninety-seven to ninety-three hundred range minus the South Africans, I like that. I like that what, range a lot. Where's uh Max Homa and the Gooch man? They're at yeah, they're in the they're ninety-nine hundred. Yeah. Where's both your sicko, of those guys sicko are nasty. Richie? Like Rich, you, Rich, Rich, Richie Damaso, Rowenski. American Hustle fans will get that reference. Uh. He oh god no he's no we haven't gotten to him yet <laughs> he's in he's in the Pepto aisle he's he's down he's we'll we'll get to him in a little while uh speaking of sickness Tommy the Hedgehog Lewis right there ninety two hundred paired with the the original well no the original Belgian bomber was Nicholas Kolsertz for you sickos that remember him on the Euro Tour but Thomas Peters uh, a guy who's lurked at Augusta lurked in a lot of big events one of Romeo the caddy's favorite players. Uh, he's at 9,200 pair with Tom Lewis. We saw Sir Ben Coley was on them as a pick. Uh, Peter's just playing really well right now in the Euro Tour, if you're not following. Uh, kind of goes through peaks and valleys. He broke his wrist uh, right before the pandemic, so I kind of sidetracked him for a while. But he's playing great, and he has played with Tom Lewis. They're buddies from the Euro Tour. So, I mean, Tom Lewis isn't in great form, but he did lurk previously in Memphis, another southeastern Bermuda track. So the two Peters and Tommy Lewis at 9200, another contrarian option if you want to get rid of uh, you know get away from the more well-known guys. Those are two Euro guys to keep an eye on, uh, and right below them the two guys, uh, two ball striking aficionados, Sung Jm and Benny An. I mean, listen, keep, be very careful with the two of them. I was gonna say, being a 40 to one favorite, I, they, they could they could make some noise this I've weekend. I've been starting to love. Song Jay, yeah. Song Jay found his irons again. They went. They when went his missing. irons get hot, they are like he doesn't miss. They were on the milk carton for saying. a few weeks. They were gone missing, but I think he found them. I mean, he uh, he looked very good at Heritage last Yo, week. Talk about one of the weirdest range routines I've ever seen, too. Song yeah. Jay foot. What did he do? Yeah, he takes so he takes his lead arm, hits one handed, then he takes his trail arm, hits one handed, and then he'll hit normal. And I was I was just watching it. It looks so weird. Still looks normal compared to the Bryson routine of just ah, whipping shots around. I can't, yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't even start Bryson. I can't take Dodger right now for Bryson. Where it happened to him? He he was supposed to play Heritage and withdrew. I know, he probably had a sponsor. I was a little disappointed in uh, his Augusta performance. I would assume he had to film some new M- NFTs. Maybe yeah, uh, probably on the range. 
sitting in the corner in fetal position because he can't win. I don't know. Yeah. Let's not forget he's still one of the best three golfers. Listen, listen, this Bryson's year. nasty. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I the long know. ball doesn't always work. Moving down the board a little bit, uh, <laughs> Jeffy uh, Dahman over here. I mean, if you follow him on Twitter, hilarious. Finally got his first win. Huge uh, money game guy, Joel Dahman. So uh, he's he's paired with Lanto. That's a very interesting combination right there. Uh, I feel like they might not even talk to each other. I don't know. I think they're actually buddies. Uh, so yeah. I, I'm Lanto's a, a weird cat, man. <laughs> Yo, he's so he, weird. He could be a weird cat sometimes. Uh, they're interesting. Fratelli and Streelman, two Pita guys, I, short, see, short course I guys. I have them down in front of me. I like Fratelli and Streelman this weekend. Yeah, I like the Streel doggy especially that, this yeah, week. Yeah, that's a good combination. I like them right there. I uh, probably like them over Lanto and Damon. Uh You got Lucas, the Mad Dog Glover. You got Ochez. I don't know. And then you got, and then you roll right into Scotty Brown and Kisner, the two guys with the best course history yeah. at this place. Buddies from Aiken, South Carolina. They play together constantly. Best friends. Uh, I would throw current form out the window with them. They could just light it up like it's nothing. Um, be very careful of them. I'd probably advise playing them a little bit. They'll be a little high owned, but. Maybe their shitty recent form will depress the ownership to the point where they're playable. What um, What about Tringa- the Wild Tringali and Castro? <clears throat> Whoa, we're get, we'll get to the Wild Tringali. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Guy who's actually said this is one of his favorite weeks of the year. So we'll we'll get to Tringali, but I do want to mention a few other guys. Uh, two more guys, Euro guys that played their college golf in Jacksonville. We know old Uncle Graham McDowell paired with the guy who may be striking the ball best out of it. Uh, really, I might say anyone right now. Matty Wallace is hitting the ball tremendously. Talked about how it just comes down to the flat stick. Graham's a phenomenal putter. Went to Alabama. Uh, so you have two guys that have played their college golf in the Southeast. I love seeing that. Uh, kind of the old Euro stalwart and McDowell will, will probably rub off on some of his match play experience onto Matty Wallace, the young the young horse flesh. So I, I like the two of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, going down, Chuck Hoffman's been playing wow, we really well. We need to get well. into the Co-Kraken immediately. I was going to say, the Co-Kraken and, and Patty P, you know, you know they're boys. Like, <laughs> yeah, actually, they're, they're going to have a ton of fun. They check all yeah. the boxes this week. They have uh, what value there. What yeah, value. It's incredible. <laughs> I got to give Perez. Perez is absolutely hilarious. He, uh, he gets hammered on wine and goes on PGA Tour Radio. He has a show during the week. <laughs> they're hilarious. He was also on another podcast uh, recently, and he was on prior to when Co-Crack won at Sherwood and said – you know, they said, who, who do we got to look at this year? They, he said, my boy, Kokrak. He said he's very close to winning. <laughs> he won like a month later. Like, the two of them are great friends, and I feel like they've played an ample amount of money games together growing up. So I I, I love the Kokraken this week uh, at 8,300. Probably a nice pivot off of Charlie Hoffman, who is a great player in himself, the way he's been playing, uh, but pair with Nick Watney, who's missed his last 12 cuts. So just – Bear in mind, they're buddies and play together every year. So, like, they may be okay. Regression to the knee, number 13. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of these guys in poor form, they get paired with one of their buddies they haven't seen in a few months, whatever. They go out there and they just play like they're playing their weekend round of golf. I mean, they could just turn around in a snap. So, keep that in mind. Like, like co cracking there. Going down, I don't know, EVR, Wyndham Clark, you know, a little erratic for me. Gimbo, No Slice, and Justin Suh right there, 8,100. I would talk Gimbo, about that. Gimbo, No Slice. Those <laughs> two, actually, there's three groups in a row that I love right here. Those two, again, college buddies from the amateur days out west in California. Then you got Roberto Castro paired with the Wild Tringolini. Again, mentioned it before. Loves coming to New Orleans. Has said this is one of his favorite weeks of the year. In good form. Almost won a few weeks back right prior to the Masters. That was at Valero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I do like the Sue and Gim yeah. pairing. I think, you know, a win here or, you know, 
a top three, top five could really start launching their careers. They're two guys that are, you know, lurking to get their careers the really Gim moving. Reaper wants his revenge. Mm, yeah, and uh, I think they have, they both have pretty bright futures here in PGA. Sure. I think if you sprinkle these three groups along with Perez and the co-cracking, you'll be pretty good. Um, I do want to talk about Mav for a second. Uh, another Monday misprice this week. 7,900 paired with uh, Joseph Bramlett. You may not know him. Okay, I'll give you a quick primer. These guys were roommates back at Stanford uh, out on the West Coast. We know how well Mavs played at Pebble Beach. He came in fifth this year and out of nowhere popped last week at the Heritage. That said something to me big time. Um but maybe we shouldn't be so surprised. Short, coastal track, similar to Pebble, uh, different grass type. But to see Mav putting well on Bermuda, that stuck out to me. Uh, again, being paired with his buddy from college, I think those two guys, Joey B and Mav at 7,900, be very careful. Very careful. Um, like them a lot. Uh, going down, I don't know. We kind of get into a range here for me that's a little suspect. I do like I do like Thompson and Gordo, Bermuda grass guys that complement each other. Willie G is very long. Thompson's a more steady player. Uh, and then Chase Seifert and Matthew Neesmith, again, guy we were on last week. I like that group. South too. Carolina guy. Okay, Chase Seifert is quickly becoming a Pete Dye expert. He's playing really well. He's hitting his irons great. Uh, I, like, I like those four guys, Thompson and Gordo, and then Smith. Uh, excuse me, Neesmith and Chase Seifert. I like those two groups right there a lot. What are we What are we thinking? This give Give me a couple guys in this lo- mid to lower seven range. We like. I mean, I'm gonna go with Straka and Teeter. I'm actually throwing a little bet on them for first round leader. I think they have Ooh. a good chance if they can get everything going to okay. you know be up there in the first round. But I don't love down here either. There's I think the middle range this week is where you want to be. Uncle Marty, are we throwing Uncle Marty or Sneds? Uh, Keith Mitchell. What about the Doc, bro? Yeah, no, nah, he's dead to me. I think <laughs> I, Doc, you know, get, sent him an invite to come back to the family uh, to an RSVP in time for me. So Doc, get, Doc's on my shit list right now. Yeah, I, I mean, he should play well here again. Southeast, Bermuda, uh, experience at Clemson. But just, I can't trust him. He can't be trusted. That, that's the bottom line. Uh, I mean, but listen, if we're going to be trusting Richie Tommaso Wierenski, maybe we could trust Doc. I don't know. Uh, Peter Uline, Tom Hoagie. I mean, just close your eyes and try not to barf with this range. But you never know. I mean, Hoagie, another guy lurked, lurked at Pebble. Lurked at Pebble. TCU guy, plays well in Southeast. I don't know. I mean, you can make cases for a lot of these guys based on their college track record, uh, their proclivity towards Bermuda. Sammy Ryder, man, mentioned him uh, recently. Wait, did anyone shoot over par here last year? Uh, Good question. I don't know. Need to know it. I suppose that could be, but yeah, I guess whoever it was on the DNP <laughs> list after that. Exactly. Liam, I mean, Sammy Ryder, where did he go to college? Uh, University of Alabama. No, Stetson. <laughs> Come, on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I teed you up. All right. Oh, the teacups. The yeah, Stetson yeah. teacups. The teacups. Yeah. Florida boy, Sammy Ryder. Uh, could be uh, a little Aladdin thing going I got on no there, too. What, do, what about Akshay and Scott Percy? Yes, I wanted to talk about them. I wanted to talk about uh, Cousin Akshay, the Wise, and Scotty P. One with Billy Ho a few years back here. Uh, that's an interesting They'll be pair. bottom 10. Where the hell no did they shot. get that? You think bottom 10? I don't. Bottom 10. I mean, Scott Percy was plus three last weekend, but I don't care because uh, Akshay is the legend, and I think he's going to have a bright future. Okay, sounds I, like a lunch like, bet could be I on like the table option. here, boys. Yeah, Let's go a little not, further into the future, not this weekend. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. You they think bottom Marty 10? McFly. I don't think they're going to be bottom 10. I don't think they're going to be top 35. 
Well, if they're not bottom ten, I'm still better than you. Let's just say T twenty. T twenty will will set the line at All for right, Piercy and Akshay. Uh, I I like I like the uh, under. So I would like T twenty or better. I feel like for oh, the yeah, two of them. I, I don't know. I I like I like Akshay's game right now, and I like Piercy's experience. That that that's the type of team I like. Long young guy, maybe a little rough around the edges, but a smart kid. I, I liked his interview a lot after Pebble. Uh, and Scott Pierce, you got it familiar with the place. One here with Billy Ho, so obviously it's going to be a nice, nice track for him to play. Uh, so I, I kind of like two of them. There's a little contrarian special down there, and really, there's not much else. I was going to say that's like, probably the only group that down here that I would even think about. Oh, we got to talk about a young cousin of mine, Mr. Rasmus Hogard, uh, the Danish. Your dynamite. family tree is really expanding quickly. It's getting international now. But uh, Rasmus, I've actually been on for a while now, again, like following the Euro Tour and the wee hours of the night. But T uh, twelve last week at the Austrian Open, still trying to figure out how the hell he is paired with Vaughn Taylor. Uh, no idea how that <laughs> came about. Some of these pairings are completely ridiculous. I need to look into this more. Um, but Rasmus is just one of the best uh, bright talents on the Euro Tour. Again, some of these guys, like, they just come over in good form from Europe. Like, they might play well. Again, guy with, like, Vaughn Taylor. Another guy. I'm starting to see a link to Pebble Beach here. I'm starting to see a link here of guys that either are playing in good form or played well at Pebble. Mav, Hoagie, Akshay, Vaughn Taylor, one at Pebble. Four guys right there should be pretty low-owned. Uh, if that correlation continues like we saw last week with Mav at Heritage, one more week over to a similar Pete Dye course, Due to the transitive property, we may have a link here between Pebble, Heritage, and TPC Louisiana. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Just stumbled upon that now. Do what you want with it. Tread lightly. But there could be a link there. We'll see. Um, going down the board, honestly, I, I really don't know if I could advise anyone <laughs> lower than this. Uh, there are some shithead specials in here. I, I I don't know. I'm looking down. Anybody pop out in this? All this right, is sicko all right, range. All right. Merritt and Streb. Yeah, that don't hate last that. Last weekend, both of them, they're not playing bad. Shreb finished minus two. I think Tony Merritt was pretty high, right? Uh, I don't know. Troy Merritt got to check Troy, on that. Sorry. That's all right. But uh, I like Streb because he did lurk at um, was it Corrales? It was one of those one of those shorter coastal tracks again, similar to Heritage. Uh, guys that that like those short those shorter par seventy twos on Bermuda. That's all you can do in this range is take guys that have played well correlated courses and hope for the best. I mean, Jimmy Hans, you're not going to go after Jimmy Hans, 6,300? Probably not. But move, moving up the list a little <laughs> that bit. That was directed. <laughs> that, that question was directed at legs, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm not just, going I'm with just Jimmy not, Hans. not even going to bother here. What about Johnny V, 64? Uh, nah, I'm just, I'm looking at Merritt. He We're getting just, way he, too sick. He just, down he here. just got cut last week. I was, like, I was thinking about Valero. He was minus two. Yeah. He was T thirty four. Someone we didn't talk about though that's super quiet right now, but deserves a lot of respect from us is David Hearn and Seamus Power. Yes, very yeah. good call. They paired I together to in twenty eighteen for the first time. T ten. Yeah. Twenty nineteen. T five. Like they're gonna be lurking. Uncle Seamus, I like Did him. You just a lot. call Seamus Seamus. Seamus. <laughs> Seamus. I told you I'm getting at least one wrong today. All right, that's all right. That, I, that's I, dude, I called up. Troy Merritt Tony, so it's Tony okay. Merritt. It's all right. Who cares? Tony Soprano Merritt. Uh, <laughs> yo, I don't know. Look at the. I'm just looking down. I'm looking in the gutters right now for guys that maybe have played college nearby. Also, if you're spelling out that name, it does not look like Seamus. No, I know. That. I know. Johnny Let's Bird, go. Clemson guy. Nah, I can't even say some of these names with a straight face. What about Grayson Murray? He's, I mean, big, big hated on Twitter. If you if you follow him, 
uh, North Carolina Greensboro guy. Burgoon. I didn't know Burgoon was in the field. Is Burgoon in the field? Yeah. Hold on a second. With, uh, oh, we, may have, we may have to have an emergency sicko special for Burgoon here. 225 to 1. <laughs> whenever Cross I get off the list, G. whenever I get Burgoon <laughs> with a few par fives, watch out. That's all I'm saying. Burgoon, interesting. Got to put a star next to him. Every time he gets him with a few par fives, like every course doesn't have a few par fives. Uh, nah, I mean four <laughs> par five. We'll see. Uh, Brandon Hagee, guy is striking the ball very well right now. It usually doesn't result in a made cut, but. Just got. I mean, guys that are hitting the ball well, it could just turn around for them. I mean, there's, there's no. I'm they can hit so. a few putts, or their partner could hit a few putts. Luke List, sixty two hundred. Uh, he's on my DMP list actually. I'll yeah, never play, play List him. again. Yeah, can't play him. Yo, KJ Choi and Kang, three hundred to one. People think we're making up golfers at this point. <laughs> no. Wait, how about the wild Kramer Hickok paired with Bermuda Bobby Shelton, sixty one hundred. For a couple southeastern boys, I mean, again, just look for guys that are based in the southeast and have experience on Bermuda, and you never know what could happen. You you really don't with alternate shot. They just we just said Brian Gay and Sabatini shot sixty together here last time. I mean, it, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. I think if you go Sabatini's, six for six this uh, week, you're guaranteed money. Yeah, I think if you go six for six, they're enshrining you in the Hall of Fame this week because it is going to be difficult. It is going to be very difficult with this with this motley crew we have here. So. Uh, tread lightly, <laughs> do who you can, and uh, all right. I think it's time to just lay some bets down here. Uh, I mean, I think we've pretty much run through everybody plus a few extra that we didn't need. Uh, let's go. I'll start out actually this time. Really for me, top of the board, uh, I'd like Danny Willett and Ty Hat as, as the top play from above 10,000 for me on DraftKings. Uh, I also like Chris Kirk and Brendan Todd, the Georgia Bulldogs. Those two guys I, I think are two good pivots off the top. Uh, and then dark horses, whether it be a T20 uh, selection, Chase Seaford and Matthew Neesmith, Mav Doggy McNeely and Joey B. Bramlett, uh, and finally Michael Thompson and Will Gordon with the sicko special of young cousin Rasmus Hogard from the Danish netherworld paired with Uncle Vaughn Taylor. <laughs> I love it. Liam, what you got? So outrights, I got Bubba Watson, Scotty Chef. We're going to go with the highly owned Billy Ho and Sammy Burns mm. and then Danny Willett and Hatton. Those are my three outrights. We got a top 10 on Co Kraken and Pat Perez. Nice. Oh, I love that. What else we have over here? We had the top five on Brendan Steele and Keegan Bradley. First round leader, Joss Teeter and Sepp Straka. And something not so rogue, it's probably a little expected, but miscut by Morikawa and Wolf. Mm. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not going to – I don't hate that. I love the way Morikawa's playing, but, you know, you never Morikawa, know what's going to come Morikawa out. Morikawa could carry Wolf. pretty heavily, and, you know, if Wolf shows up, they could push to win, but I just no, don't see sure. Wolf getting back to form this week. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm definitely going to throw a little uh, specials out on Twitter, but right now, I guess, to win it all – you know, I laid the hammer on Cam Smitty Mullet and the Leash Doggy. Uh, I got them T5 as well. Uh, I like T20 Keegs and Steel. And another T20 with Dylon Fratelli and the Streelman. I like that. All right. I, I like that. I mean, we got some nice plays here. Uh, it should be a fun week, if nothing else, to watch this. Usually they have some nice gators flying out on the course here uh, in the swamps. It's, a, it's actually a pretty nice course to, to watch. Uh, so enjoy that. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Blade and Golf. 
uh subscribe and download it would be great give us a five-star rating if you can we got some new merchandise on uh, blatantgolf.com liam mentioned before some really nice travis matthew swag so check that out uh and listen you gotta remember to take dead aim good luck this week guys be careful when you're in the sicko special land but you never know it just takes one diamond in the rough all right have a good week and enjoy the zurich classic live from the bayou happy 420